February the 3rd, 2020. It's still hard to imagine that we're in the year 2020 in a new decade, a new year, but here we are. God has blessed us, each and every one of us here that's listening with another day, another moment, another breath. So I'm just so thankful, and I hope that you remember that when you think of all the things that God has done for you. Remember, you're still alive here today. Because of his grace and his love and his mercy, here we are again. So you know that I'm going to be reading the word of God to you, and we're in the book of Genesis, and we're going to start with chapter 8. And today I'm going to be reading six chapters. We'll be reading the book of Genesis chapter 8, chapter 9, chapter 10, chapter 11, chapter 12 and chapter 13. So I am looking forward to reading this exciting word of God. I know that it has been an encouragement to you. It's been an encouragement to me and such a special thing to me to get to spend time with you, but more importantly, to read the word of God to you because the word of God is a lifesaver. It is everything. The Bible tells us that it is the bread. It is the bread of life that we need it every day. If you miss one day of reading and studying the word of God, oh my goodness, you're so much more weak. So I just want to be here and be instrumental in helping you grow up right in the things of God. And one of those ways is to read the word of God to you. As you know, I've shared with you before my absolute favorite thing and really the thing that the reason that I decided in the beginning to do this was because I love to hear the word of God while I'm sleeping. I love to I, I read the word of God. I, I spend time with the Lord during the day, of course, but when I'm sleeping, it brings me such peace. And it just changes the atmosphere in my home when I have the word of God playing while I sleep and I'm stronger because the word of God is constantly feeding your spirit man. Your spirit man never sleeps because when you became saved, when you let Jesus, when you asked Jesus to come and live in your heart, your spirit that was dead was brought to life. And so it's living and we need to do everything we can to feed it. That's why the Lord Jesus in his word calls it the bread, the bread of life, the bread, every word. Man shall not live by bread alone, by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the word of out of the mouth of God. And the word of God is from the mouth of God. It is the bread of life that we need, not the physical bread, but the spiritual bread. And just like if you do not eat enough nutrition or do not get enough nutrition physically, you'll be weak. It's the same with the word of God. If you do not get enough spiritual meat, spiritual nutrition, you will be weak. So I'm going to pray with you and then we're going to begin. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for each and every person here today. I ask you, Lord God, that you touch their hearts, Lord God, that you touch their hearts and open up their eyes, Lord God. Give them a sensitivity in the spirit that only you can give them. Fill them afresh with your Holy Spirit, Lord God. We thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. So we're starting here in Genesis, the chapter 8, and it says, And God remembered Noah and every little thing and all the cattle that was with him in the dark, in the ark. And God made a wind to pass over the earth and the waters assuaged. The fountains also of the deep and the windows of heaven were stopped. 
and the rain from heaven was restrained, and the waters returned from off the earth continually. And after the end of the hundred and fifty days, the waters were abated. And the ark rested in the seventh month on the seventeenth day of the month upon the mountains of Ararat. And the waters decreased continually until the tenth month and the tenth until the tenth month. In the tenth month on the first day of the month were the tops of the mountains seen. And it came to pass at the end of forty days that Noah opened the window of the ark which he had made. And he sent forth a raven which went forth to and fro until the waters were dried up from off the earth. Also he sent forth a dove from him to see if the waters were abated from off the face of the ground. But the dove found no rest for the sole of her foot, and she returned unto him into the ark. For the waters were on the face of the whole earth when he put forth his hand and took her and pulled her, into, pulled her in unto him into the ark. And he stayed yet another seven days, and again he sent forth the dove out of the ark. And the dove came in to him in the evening, and lo, in her mouth was an olive leaf plucked off. So Noah knew that the waters were abated from off the earth. And he stayed yet another seven days, and sent forth the dove, which returns not again unto him any more. And it came to pass in the six hundredth and first year, in the first month, the first day of the month, the waters were dried up from off the earth. And Noah removed the covering of the ark, and looked, and behold, the face of the ground was dry. And in the second month, on the seventh and twentieth day of the month, was the earth dried. And God spake unto Noah, saying, Go forth of the ark, thou and thy wife, and thy sons, and thy sons' wives with thee. Bring forth with thee every living thing that is with thee, of all flesh, both of fowl and of cattle, and of every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth, that they may breed abundantly in the earth, and be fruitful, and multiply upon the earth. And Noah went forth, and his sons and his wives, and his sons' wives with him. Every beast, every creeping thing, and every fowl, and whatsoever creepeth upon the earth, after their kinds went forth out of the ark. And Noah builded an altar unto the Lord. Noah builded an altar unto the Lord, and took of every clean beast, and of every clean fowl, and offered burnt offerings on the altar. And the Lord smelled a sweet savor. And the Lord said in his heart, I will not again curse the ground any more for man's sake, for the imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth. Neither will I again smite any more every, little, every living thing as I have done. While the earth remaineth seed time and harvest and cold and heat and summer and winter and day and night shall not cease. Chapter 9 and God blessed Noah and his sons, and said unto them, Be fruitful, and multiply, and replenish the earth. And the fear of you and the dread of you shall be upon every beast of the earth, and upon every fowl of the air, upon all that moveth upon the earth, and upon all the fishes of the sea. Into your hand are they delivered. Every moving thing that moveth, every moving thing that liveth, shall be meat for you. Even as the green herb have I given you all things. But flesh with the life thereof, which is the blood thereof, shall ye not eat. And surely your blood of your lives will I require. At the hand of every beast will I require it, and at the hand of man, at the hand of every man's brother, will I require the life of man. Whoso sheddeth man's blood, by man shall his blood be shed. For in the image of God made he man. And you, be ye fruitful and multiply. Bring forth abundantly in the earth, and multiply therein. And God spake unto Noah and to his sons with him, saying, And I behold, 
I establish, and I, behold, I establish my covenant with you, and with your seed after you, and with every living creature that is with you, of the fowl, of the cattle, and of every beast of the earth with you, from all that go out of the ark to every beast of the earth. And I will establish my covenant with you. Neither shall all flesh be cut off any more by the waters of a flood. Neither shall there any more be a flood to destroy the earth. And God said, This is the token of the covenant which I make between me and you and every, little, every living creature that is with you for perpetual generations. I do set my bow in the cloud, and it shall be for a token of a covenant between me and the earth. And it shall come to pass when I bring a cloud over the earth that the bow shall be seen in the cloud. And I will remember my covenant which is between me and you and every living creature of all flesh. And the waters shall no more become a flood to destroy all flesh. And the bow shall be in the cloud, and I will look upon it, that I may remember the everlasting covenant between God and every living creature of all flesh that is upon the earth. And God said unto Noah, This is the token of the covenant which I have established between me and all flesh that is upon the earth. And the sons of Noah that went forth of the ark were Shem and Ham and Japheth. And Ham is the father of Canaan. These are the three sons of Noah, and of them was the whole earth overspread. And Noah began to be an husbandman, and he planted a vineyard. And he drank of the wine, and was drunken, and he was uncovered with his tent. And Ham, the father of Canaan, saw the nakedness of his father, and told his two brethren without. And Shem and Japheth took a garment, and laid it upon his brother, their shoulder, upon, laid it upon both their shoulders. And went backwards, and covered the nakedness of their father. And their faces were backwards, and they saw not their father's nakedness. And Noah awoke from his wine, and knew what his younger son had done unto him. And he said, Curse be Canaan, a servant of servants shall he be unto his brethren. And he said, Blessed be the Lord God of Shem, and Canaan shall be his servant. God shall enlarge Japheth, and he shall dwell in the tents of Shem, and Canaan shall be his servant. And Noah lived after the flood 350 years, and all the days of Noah were 950 years, and he died. Genesis chapter 10. Now these are the generations of the son of Noah, Shem, Ham, and Japheth, and unto them were sons born after the flood. The sons of Japheth, Gomer, and Magog, and Madai, and Javan, and Tubal, and Meshech, and Tiras, and the sons of Goma. Ashkenaz, and Riphath, and Togar, Togarma, and the sons of Javan, Elisha, and Tarshish, Kittim, and Dodanim. By these were the isles of the Gentiles divided in their lands, every one after his tongue, after their families in their nations. And the sons of Ham, Cush, and Mizraim, and Phut, and Canaan, and the sons of Cush, Seba, and Havilah, and Sapta, and Ramah, and Saptakach, Septica, and the sons of Ramah, Sheba and Dedan, and Cush begot Nimrod. He began to be a mighty one in the earth. He was a mighty hunter before the Lord. Wherefore it is said, even as Nimrod the mighty hunter before the Lord. And the beginning of his kingdom was Babel, and Erech, and Akkad, and Kalna in the land of Shinar. Out of that land went forth Asher, and builded Nineveh in the city of Rehoboth and Kala and resin between Nineveh and Kala, the same as a great city. And Mizraim begat Ludim, and, An and Anamim, and Lehabim, 
and Nef Naphtuhim, and Pathrusim, and Kasluhim, out of whom came Philistim, and Kaphtarim, and Canaan begot Sidon, his firstborn, and Heth, and the Jebusite, and the Amorite, and the Gergesite, and the Hivite, and the Archite, and the Sinite, and the Arvadite, and the Zemmarite, and the Hamathite, and afterward were the families of the Canaanites spread abroad. And the border of the Canaanites was from Sidon, as thou comest to Gerar, unto Gaza, as thou goest unto Sodom, and Gomorrah, and Adma, and Zeboim, even unto Lasha. These are the sons of Ham, after their families, after their tongues, in their countries, and in their nations. Unto Shem also, the father of all the children of Eber, the brother of Japheth the elder, even to him were children born. The children of Shem, Elam, and Asher, and Arphaxad, and Lud, and Aram, and the children of Aram, Uz, and Hul, and Gether, and Mash. And Arphaxad begot Salah, and Salah begot Eber. And unto Eber were born two sons. The name of one was Peleg, for in his days was the earth divided, and his brother's name was Joktan. And Joktan begot Almodad, and Shelev, and Hazar Mepheth, and Jera, and Hadaram, and Uzal, and Dikla, and Obel, and Abimeel, and Sheba, and Ophir, and Havilah, and Jobab. All these were the sons of Joktan. And their dwelling was from Misha, as thou goest unto Sephar, a mount of the east. These are the sons of Shem, after their families, after their tongues, in their lands, after their nations. These are the families of the sons of Noah, after their generations, in their nations. And by these were the nations divided in the earth after the flood. Genesis chapter 11. And the whole earth was of one language and of one speech. And it came to pass as they journeyed from the east that they found a plain in the land of Shinar. And they dwelt there. And they said one to another, Go to, let us make brick and burn them thoroughly. And they had brick for stone and slime had they for mortar. And they said, Go to, let us build us a city and a tower whose top may reach unto heaven. And let us make us a name, lest we be scattered abroad upon the face of the whole earth. And the Lord came down to see the city and the tower which the children of men builded. And the Lord said, Behold, the people is one, and they have all one language, and this they begin to do. And now nothing will be restrained from them which they have imagined to do. Go to, let us go down, and there confound their language, that they may not understand one another's speech. So the Lord scattered them abroad from whence upon the face of all the earth, and they left off to build the city. Therefore is the name of it called Babel, because the Lord did there confound the language of all the earth, and from thence did the Lord scatter them abroad upon the face of all the earth. These are the generations of Shem. Shem was an hundred years old, and begat Arphaxad two years after the flood. And Shem lived after he begat Arphaxad five hundred years, and begat sons and daughters. And Arphaxad lived five and thirty years, and begat Salah. And Arphaxad lived after he begat Salah four hundred and three years, and begot sons and daughters. And Salah lived thirty years, and begot Eber. And Salah lived after he begot Eber four hundred and three years, and begot sons and daughters. And Eber lived four and thirty years, and begot Peleg. And Eber lived after he begot Peleg four hundred and thirty years, and begot sons and daughters. And Peleg lived thirty years, and begot Ra and begot Rehu. 
And Peleg lived after he begot Reu 209 years and begot sons and daughters. And Reu lived two and thirty years and begot Serug. And Reu lived after he begot Serug 207 years and he begot sons and daughters. And Serug lived thirty years and begot Nahor. And Serug lived after he begot Nahor 200 years and begot sons and daughters. And Nahor lived nine and twenty years and begot Terah. And Nahor lived after he begot Terah an hundred and ninety years and begot sons and daughters. And Terah lived seventy years and begot Abram, Nahor, and Haran. Now these are the generations of Terah. Terah begot Abram, Nahor, and Haran. And Haran begot Lot. And Haran died before his father Terah in the land of his nativity in Ur of the Chaldees. And Abram and Nahor took them wives. The name of Abram's wife was Sarai, and the name of Nahor's wife, Milcah, the daughter of Haran, the father of Milcah, and the father of Iscah. But Sarai was barren. She had no child. And Terah took Abram his son, and Lot the son of Haran his son's son, and Sarai his daughter-in-law, his son Abram's wife, and they went forth with them from Ur of the Chaldees to go into the land of Canaan. And they came unto Haran and dwelt there. And the days of Terah were two hundred and five years, and Terah died in Haran. The book of Genesis, chapter 12. Now the Lord had said unto Abram, Get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house, unto a land that I will show thee. And I will make of thee a great nation, and I will bless thee, and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. And I will bless them that bless thee, and curse them that curseth thee. And in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. So Abram departed as the Lord had spoken unto him. And Lot went with him. And Abram was seventy and five years old when he departed out of Haran. And Abram took Sarai his wife, and Lot his brother's son, and all their substance that they had gathered, and the souls that they had gotten in Haran. And they went forth to go into the land of Canaan, and into the land of Canaan they came. And Abram passed through the land unto the place of Sikkim, unto the plain of Morah, and the Canaanite was then in the land. And the Lord appeared unto Abram and said, Unto thy seed will I give this land. And there builded he an altar unto the Lord who appeared unto him. And he removed from thence unto a mountain on the east of Bethel, and pitched his tent, having Bethel on the west and high on the east, and there he builded an altar unto the Lord, and called upon the name of the Lord. And Abram journeyed, going on still toward the south. And there was a famine in the land, and Abram went down into Egypt to sojourn there, for the famine was grievous in the land. And it came to pass, when he was come near to enter into Egypt, that he said unto Sarai his wife, Behold now, I know that thou art a fair woman to look upon. Therefore it shall come to pass, when the Egyptians shall see thee, that they shall say, This is his wife, and they will kill me, but they will save thee alive. Say, I pray thee, thou art my sister, that it may be well with me for thy sake, and my soul shall live because of thee. And it came to pass that when Abram was come into Egypt, the Egyptians held the woman, beheld the woman that she was fair. And princes also of Pharaoh saw her, and commended her before Pharaoh. And the woman was taken into Pharaoh's house, and he entered Abram, and he entreated Abram well for her sake. 
And he had sheep and oxen and he asses and men servants and maid servants and she asses and camels. And the Lord plagued Pharaoh and his house with great plagues because of Sarai, Abram's wife. And Pharaoh called Abram and said, What is this that thou hast done unto me? Why didst thou not tell me that she was thy wife? Why saidst thou, She is my sister, so I might have taken her to be my wife, taking her to me to wife? Now therefore behold thy wife, take her and go thy way. And Pharaoh commanded his men concerning him, and they sent him away and his wife and all that he had. Genesis chapter 13. And Abram went up out of Egypt, he and his wife and all that he had, and Lot with him into the south. And Abram was very rich in cattle, in silver and in gold. And he went on his journey from the south even to Bethel, unto the place where his tent had been at the beginning between Bethel and Hai, unto the place of the altar which he had made there at the first. And there Abram called on the name of the Lord. And Lot also, which went with Abram, had flocks and herds and tents. And the land was not able to bear them, that they might dwell together. For their substance was great, so that they could not dwell together. And there was a strife between the herdmen of Abram's cattle and the herdmen of Lot's cattle. And the Canaanite and the Perizzite dwelled then in the land. And Abram said unto Lot, Let there be no strife, I pray thee, between me and thee, and between my herdmen and thy herdmen. For we be brethren. Is not the whole land before thee? Separate thyself, I pray thee, for me, from me. If thou wilt take the left hand, then I will go to the right. Or if thou depart to the right hand, then I will go to the left. And Lot lifted up his eyes, and beheld all the plain of Jordan, that it was well watered everywhere before the Lord destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah, even as the garden of the Lord, like the land of Egypt, as thou comest unto Zoar. Then Lot chose him all the plain of Jordan, and Lot journeyed east, and they separated themselves the one from the other. Abram dwelled in the land of Canaan, and Lot dwelled in the cities of the plain, and pitched his tent toward Sodom. But the men of Sodom were wicked, and sinners before the Lord exceedingly. And the Lord said unto Abram, After that Lot was separated from him, Lift up now thine eyes, and look from the place where thou art northward, and southward, and eastward, and westward. For all the land which thou seest to thee will I give it, and to thy seed forever. And I will make thy seed as the dust of the earth, so that if a man can number the dust of the earth, then shall thy seed also be numbered. Arise, walk through the land in the length of it and in the breadth of it, for I will give it unto thee. Then Abram removed his tent, and came, and dwelled in the plain of Mamre, which is in Hebron, and built there an altar unto the Lord. So, we have finished the book of Genesis, chapters 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, and 13. Praise God. How exciting is this? It's so exciting to hear about what God has done in the lives of his people because it's an encouragement to us and it's a strengthener to us and it's just so amazing. As you read his word, you'll remember how mighty God is. And this will remind you of when you have things going on in your own life to look to God, not to those things, to look to God. So I'm gonna end here today with prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, 
I thank you for each and every sweet person that came on here today and listened. May you bless them, Lord God, and keep them in their families as they walk according to your word. Enlarge their territories, Father God. Enlarge what they are, are responsible for and the things that you bless them with. As they listen to your word of God, may they be strengthened. May they give wisdom. May they be able to live a life that is pleasing to you. Lord, I thank you for each one. Soften their hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, friends, I'm so glad that you came to listen to the word of God. As you know, you can listen to it with your children. You can, I really recommend that. You can listen to it as you sleep. You can play it for your children as they sleep. You can play it while you work, while you wash the dishes. Put your phone in your pocket and do it. You listen to it while you're sweeping the floor or raking up the leaves. Whatever it is that you're doing, the word of God is so powerful. So powerful. A lamp unto your feet and a light unto your path. So as you walk, this word of God will illuminate itself and show you where to go. And that, my friends, is how amazing the God we serve is. So if you have any prayer requests, please feel free to leave a voicemail if you're listening on the Anchor app. If you're listening on the Anchor app, you can go to the dashboard and you'll see that there's a place to leave a voicemail. Or if you'd rather leave me an email message or send me an email, um, if you're not listening on the Anchor app, there are about eight other platforms that this podcast can be heard on. And uh, some of them do not have the option for voicemail, but you can leave me an email or send me an email at Michelle Donatian Ministries at Outlook.com. That's Michelle Donatian Ministries at Outlook.com. You can always go and see some more exciting and, and encouraging content on my Facebook page at Michelle Donatian Ministries. You can go to my website to read something encouraging. It's MichelleDonatian.com. Or you can go to Instagram or Twitter and Michelle Donatian Ministries as well. So I want to thank you so much for spending this special time with me. It's been a real privilege to me. I count it a great privilege and a great joy to be able to do this with you. God bless you until tomorrow.